You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters Podcast. My name is Ian, the well-informed, and I'm here with Phil, the fellow badger. And you can choose not not to decide, but you still have made a choice. I will make the choice that's clear. I will choose free will. You will choose. And why is this coming up? <laughs> <laughs> um, if you uh, haven't heard, um, the man who wrote those uh, lyrics um, passed away about a week ago. Um, Neil Peart from uh, Rush died of his uh, lost his battle with brain cancer, and uh, the drummers everywhere are, have lost ha- have to find a new professor. He's a he's a legend, like seriously like i mean you, he's he's a drummer's drummer so he's a drummer's drummer yeah like, <laughs> but not a ladies man no <laughs> no but no i i mean to give this man a little more justice but not enough um like he's one of my top five mm-hmm. just um that drum solo where he goes for a full I think six minutes. Wow. <laughs> I don't even think I could play drums for six seconds. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am um, personally seeing Randy adjust my um, <laughs> um, microphone right now. So this, um, yeah, we're all set right now. That's okay. good. All right. But, but yeah. Now the show um, can really start. <laughs> yes, I, we have to be. Uh, I have to be just like Neil Peart. I have mm. to um, sound right. <laughs> yes. Uh, Although I, I will say I always appreciated him more as a songwriter than a drummer. But you know, to each their own. I can acknowledge he was a good drummer, but um, and but it's more of a I don't understand what makes a good drummer versus a mediocre drummer. So. I mean, and like when you, <laughs> um, one of um, and I've gone to um, I've gotten to love quite a few drummers, like um, drummers like from Palele Royale or uh, I'm trying um, Queens of the Stone Age, of course, um. That's among uh, Dave Grohl, isn't it? I'm not sure, <laughs> but <laughs> I know he's he's well regarded as a drummer these days. So he is. Uh, but then there's like the ma- um, the master, which is uh, Buddy Rich. Of course, I mean, no one can hold a candle to him. No, nope. <laughs> not even Neil. No, nope. <laughs> no, no. Nope. Uh, but Keith yeah. Moon was apparently legendary as well, even though he was, you know, before my time. Um, which, um, what is he from? I forget. I think he, yeah, he was from The Who. And I think he died of a drug overdose sometime in the 70s. 
Oh yeah. I mean, I I try and look back and see like like in terms of music who were the best. Mm-hmm. I like um drummer from Megadeth, one of my favorite mm-hmm. bands. Uh <laughs> never got uh, into Megadeth, so but uh, John Bonham's in there in the any discussion of top drummers. I think he was Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Led Zeppelin is its own thing. Yes. Though. <laughs> but yeah. Um I yeah. Um it's sad that a legend like that passed. Mm-hmm. And I say that with I may sound like I'm enthusiastic and happy about that. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but his work, but his work will live on and will outlast him and inspire generations to come. Exactly. <laughs> um, 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 last episode, we uh, brought in my brother, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, he's been. Um, passing this along to people and saying that we uh, um like to say that they he's been and other people of this too have said that we work good as a pair <laughs> <laughs> i don't i'm not exactly sure what that means i mean we I, have a lot in common <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we just have to take the compliment and uh all right, I think well, we might have a successful partnership here. Yes, but yeah, um, you know, overnight success—you know, two plus years in the making. So, um, we're talking about we're talking about Darkwing Duck, right? <laughs> <laughs> Always. Always. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring that out and say thanks. Thanks for being a host on here and uh, from my brother and others. Oh, okay. All right, then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, um, do you want to talk about a YouTuber in the national space? Or do you want to talk about a YouTuber that is his, um, his own uh, circus? Um, I'll let I'll let you decide, Ian. Um, either one of those we could. I'm I'm not too plugged in on either one of those right now. So, all right, I'll I'll be just as lost, and uh, you can kind of help uh, find me and bring me along. All right. So, I find this um, I find this news story very interesting because there's this. <coughs> Famous to, uh, YouTuber that kind of died down uh, around 2015, but then he uh, did some questionable things. I won't get into detail as to what they are, but um, I will say who he is. His name is Onision. <laughs> yeah, we we don't need to repeat what what his what the allegations are against him. Yeah. And they're not the point of the segment anyway. They're not the point of the segment, yes. Um, what really intrigued me is that they were um, – he's at his house and um, a group um, 
came to his house and I um, wanting to do an interview to tell his side uh, to tell his side of the story mm-hmm. and well that place is a law firm that is most known for Michigan. I won't get into detail as to what law firm that is because I do feel like it is a publicity stunt what this person is trying to do. <laughs> I I know this law firm that you're speaking of and I think, you know, they I I I suspect they do a lot of publicity stunts, so yeah, and, but in this case the the intrigue is that um, this seems to be a Washington State story, though, so that's why I'm a little confused. And when you say a Washington State, you mean like I think that's where this YouTuber is based out of, and I think that's where the news clips I saw were from. Um, but it, but it, at the same time, it's a law firm here in Detroit, so I'm I'm confused about why he would be involved at all. Um, I've had some people who have said that this law firm is trying to, um, the main, uh, lawyer for this law firm is trying to become the, like the state AG, the state attorney general mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, oh, when this, when this case is all said and done, uh, uh He's uh, potentially um, busting a famous YouTuber, mm. but he's really not. <laughs> yeah, it's not famous because I've never heard of him until you sent me the story. So, um, Onision is was famous. He he's always <laughs> he's always um, sort of been in the public in the public eye. But then he kind of died down around 2015. He's mm-hmm. most known for taking clips of other YouTubers and then mashing a video together and making a music video out of it. And he it, mm-hmm. he did it really, really well. He was basically the source uh-huh. for those type of videos right. where he'd uh-huh. take uh, two seconds of a video and of course, because it's two seconds, fair it, use. Yeah, fair use. <laughs> uh, so the YouTuber couldn't exactly uh, sue for that because he is protected. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, um, it's. I just find it obscure because it's. Um, I find it interesting because it's obscure mm-hmm. <laughs> in that sense and that i've had a previous job mm-hmm. where um this firm um has um i used to work for a company that worked with ssi mm-hmm. and this law firm does the same thing right so okay you could say that uh we were either competing or working together so so there's some overlap on the venn diagram here yes gotcha but yeah um i just found that kind of interesting Mm -hmm. but but, um 
Um, do you have anything else on this topic? Um, on this topic, not really. Um, I pretty much know everything that is from the clip that you sent me, and that's about it. All right. Yeah, that's all. That's all I have on it. I'll probably have something else maybe next. Yeah, next time we come in, but mm-hmm. I'm sure more more will come out about this. So, yeah. yeah. But let's um, let's skip the other YouTuber um, story and add in um, this game on. I forget what platform it is. Uh, Terminator Resistance. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. When you sent me this, I th- I thought isn't that the most? Wasn't that the last Terminator movie that came out? But then I remember that was Dark Fate, and I didn't see that either. So. Um, but what's what's what makes you? Why do you want to talk about Terminator Resistance? I uh-uh. I hear the name every now and then, and I've never been able to figure out what it is it's it's actually a game it's it's just a platform shooter that like the terminator license kind of tried to squash (laughs) i mean it's a when you say it's a shooter is it kind of like is it is it a 3d shooter 2d shooter a 3d shooter that's actually from um supposed to be kind of like a call of duty or thing along those lines i haven't gotten much into it so i can't say Mm -hmm. um what exactly it's like but from from the looks of things they um have tried to um what's it called uh bury this game even though it looks pretty good (laughs) oh okay (laughs) yeah i was gonna say is it are we talking about it because the game looks really good, or are we talking about it because it looks like a train wreck? Hey, we're talking about the game because from neither, like because it deserves attention. It mm-hmm. does because it kind of in its own right expands on the lore of the Terminator franchise mm-hmm. and has things from the recent Terminator series. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I would say from looking at the trailers and things like that, that it, or. Now, do you, it, um, do you think it's act, being actively buried or does it just feel like it's buried because it's not being marketed? It feels like it's being uh, buried because it's not being marketed. Okay. And it came out in December and like, YouTubers like Jim mm-hmm. Sterling and others never even knew about that mm-hmm. the game even existed. <laughs> oh, okay. But did they like? Do they like the game? Or for the most part, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Might be. Might be something I might know. Be curious to check out. Because yeah. I do. I do like those. Uh, what I feel are can be hidden gems. I like to. I like to uncover those when I can. So. Uh, me too. I um, what's that game that's trying to um bank off the um success of Cuphead? Enchanted something. <laughs> Enchanted portals. Enchanted portals. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Haven't uh, seen anything about that, but uh, I'm still I'm still curious to see what it, what it's going to look like when it comes out and. 
you know, how, how different from Cuphead it's going to be. I hope it's at least a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But the visuals look pretty great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, but um, what else do we... Um, um, seeing that we're talking about Terminator, let's talk about death. <laughs> <laughs> Are you feeling a little stranded, Ian? Is that what you're saying? I'm with you but i guess i guess yes (laughs) well um i'm gonna talk uh for a few minutes about death stranding here have you had a chance to play it yet or no i'm still getting through breath of the wild (laughs) and i'm finding these no spoiler warnings there's these minotaurs that i keep getting wrecked on oh those are in those are in breath of the wild huh yeah yeah okay i I've not gotten very far at all into Breath of the Wild, so I guess I'll look forward to getting wrecked by some minotaurs here. Uh, um, but I have gotten to play a little bit of Death Stranding, and uh, um, I wasn't too sure about how I would how I would like enjoy something that's basically being described as Amazon Prime the game. But um, but uh, so far, I'm only I'm still in the middle of the second chapter, but so far I'm enjoying it. Um, the story is kind of drawing me in and I kind of want to see where it goes. And, you know, it's, it's kind of fun being a, being a delivery person. And when you say a delivery person, I meaning mean, could you go into a little more detail, sure, not to spoil sure. anything? Sure. Um, basically, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, you're playing in a in an America that's after some sort of catastrophe that's kind of separated the cities from you know from each other, um, and uh, you you play the part of a courier who brings you know packages from one place to another, um, and you know and somehow in the process you're rebuilding and reconnecting these cities um, to each other so they can kind of rebuild America. Um, I have, you know, definitely curious to see how it plays out and how it's going to go. And, you know, um, yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of enjoying what, uh, Hideo Kojima has been, been putting together now that he's freed from, from Metal Gear and getting to kind of do more his own thing. Is it, I mean, when you say, uh, like delivering packages and things like that to build America, is it anything, like uh fallout we don't talk about fallout 76 <laughs> though <laughs> no but no i mean you're literally you can be delivering medicine or other essential supplies you could be building parts to build uh weapons or you could be delivering um i think one of the deliveries i saw was um was uh for for a boom box that somebody wanted and you know Kind of, kind of a way for folks to enjoy themselves. Okay. Sounds. So I actually, I find that it, find the, uh, the description of Amazon Prime, the game to be somewhat, uh, somewhat more accurate than you would think. I mean, I mean, have you heard about the, um, good practices of, um, Amazon warehousing? No, um, I hear 
every every story I look in on every time every time I hear a story on those, I'm I'm horrified. Actually, <laughs> that's what I was getting at. But <laughs> I mean, you know, and I, not to say that you know delivering packages across a dystopian America is you know it's it's horrifying in its own way, but. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but it's more like. But you know, it's got it's got the Hideo Kojima weirdness that we all everyone knows, and some people love or some people hate. But I happen to enjoy it, and I, I, I want to get back to it. That's good. It's good to <laughs> good to see a. Um, so you're saying it's kind of a niche game? Oh that? yeah, definitely, definitely a niche. But I think you know. I, I I think it's worth I think it's worth giving a try. Okay, yeah i I will. I might go into seeing gameplay of it mm-hmm. and seeing how it um, and then seeing if it's in my niche. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, what else? Um, at least at least it's not as bad as Amazon. Amazon warehouse sync. Right. I would I would um I would not be surprised if they played Welcome to the Jungle all mm-hmm. day <laughs> all night. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um but what else? What other uh topics do we have? Uh we have Bloodstained. <laughs> yes. Um yeah, Ritual of the Night and wanna bring that back up here. Um we talked about this for a little while, little bit when it first came up. And, uh, again, full disclosure, I did, uh, back this on Kickstarter. Um, but I ended up getting a version of this, the version of this for the Switch as well. And, um, as we, uh, I think we remember from that, from that time back over the summer, the Switch version started off as kind of a mess. I found it perfectly playable, but could definitely use some improvements. And uh, those those improvements have now have have now arrived in the intervening uh, few months. And it's a, I I find the Switch version to be much much improved, and I enjoy playing that version again. Um, which version do you like more now? Um, well, I spent mo- most of my time with the Switch version, although I did. The PlayStation version is what I received from my Kickstarter backing, and um, I enjoyed it there as well. I found it to be very smooth and playable. Um, definitely feels like a spiritual successor to Symphony of the Night, which is what got me interested. And um, with the Switch, I get to take that on the go. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everybody that I've seen review it has said that it looks and plays very good mm-hmm. <laughs> very smooth um but yeah um i like the castlevania mm-hmm. series i like more of the older games i like the super castlevania mm-hmm. and the original <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah or and you know i'm a big fan of the castlevania series from beginning to end even even the uh, lords of shadow uh, series that most people some people don't like as much i'm i'm still a big fan of those I like I, mean, I like Lords of Shadow. I have that game. I mean, I even I, like the second one, which apparently some people thought was a hot mess. 
I didn't know about a <laughs> second game. I only knew the one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a second uh, Lords of Shadow game, and uh, um, I I enjoyed it. And uh, I'm sad that that series isn't continuing. Um, but there is a game that I've heard is continuing. Um, actually, no, I will. <laughs> I will leave it for next episode. I don't want to get it <laughs> wrong. It's a, it's a Mario game. I can't think of what it is right now. Okay, yeah, definitely bring us more information on that. Um, um, you're wanting to talk about someone's thirtieth anniversary? <laughs> well, not someone's, but probably the thirtieth anniversary of probably the one of the albums that I consider my to be in my top five Desert Island uh, CDs um, ever. Um, and that's Flood um, by They Might Be Giants, which is a kind of a wide shared opinion about, about among their fans that that's far and away their best album of, of a lot of good ones that they've, that they've done. And um, I found uh and Flood has stayed with me. I still listen to it every now and again, and definitely a good album. If you um, like, kind of weak, kind of off to the side, alternative, um, alternative to the mainstream, and uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's still one of my favorites. Now, what songs are on there? Is um, uh, there's Birdhouse in Your Soul, um. Istanbul, not Constantinople, Particle Man. Um, those are the, hey, those those are, those three are, are the songs that those are I the one, grew up with. Yes. <laughs> those are the ones you probably think of if you think of Flood and then you know, a lot of other more obscure ones. Um, in our current political climate, I think of Your Racist Friend, which is also on that album a lot. And <laughs> listen to the song if you're not sure why. Um, I'm not going to go into it here. <laughs> Fair um, enough. <laughs> uh, let's uh. see. But yeah. Um, Flood's been around for 30 years and, you know, and it'll be around forever. And I think uh, I think it's underappreciated. Go seek it out if you haven't, if you uh, haven't yet. It, um, they Might Be Giants is kind of the more one of the more obscure bands out there. I mean, Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. people who are kind of on the outside looking in kind of compare them to Led Zeppelin, but they're nowhere. <laughs> they're their own. They are thing. like Led Zeppelin. They are also their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you either like them or you don't. Yeah. I mean, I personally, um, I personally like them. Um, but, um, I only know of them because of their um, dial a song that they started in the late '90s, where you could call a phone number and like hear their songs. They started it with like an answering machine. It was just mm-hmm. like the answering machine recording, and now it's a huge it's a, system. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think they started that back with their very first album back in the '80s, actually. Was it that long I'd, ago? Yeah. Oh, I thought the dial a song was uh, a little later than that. You know, might have come and gone a couple of times, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I never knew about that, but <laughs> but no, I 
I was ne- I was never allowed to call it because it was a long distance lot num phone number. Oh, it's so. still free now. So yeah. dial your heart out. <laughs> yeah, they might. Um, I'd rather. And even though I like their songs, I'd rather call Ghostbusters. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but that joke didn't play off well. I guess. <laughs> but, um. Let's see. Um, um, I mean, we we covered that bloodstained, uh, death stranding. Um, oh, I do want to get into a little bit of um, uh, Breath of the Wild, though. (laughs) Okay. Um, um, with that. And from what I've played, and there's, I probably have to put in another sixty hours mm. into that game, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad because I can't put as much time into it as I have been. Uh-huh. But um, no, it, um, one of the main um, I look at Jim Sterling and other um. Uh, people on YouTube to get their opinion on that game and they always say that the weapon system is the thing that uh, puts it lower than others. And I want a but what they're not covering is that there's actual like there's actual DLC Mm -hmm. and I'll preface this like um, Nintendo with their um, from what I've seen, has done with their DLC. They've done it right. Mm-hmm. Like they have the base game, mm-hmm. which is which is which is a full and complete experience. You know, on its own. You know, I imagine it doesn't feel like it's missing anything, and DLC is just a nice little cherry on top. Oh, but like the. <clears throat> Yeah, the DLC is kind of the cherry on top, but mm-hmm. the thing that separates the DLC from the game is that there's these um, two DLC packs, mm-hmm. the Path of the Sword and something else, and I forget uh, the other name of the DLC pack, mm-hmm. but those are for, like, like um, those DLC packs are for people like me that meant to be very very hard mm-hmm. to be it's basically you know they basically made the master quest into dlc which exactly is fine for someone like me i might play through breath of the wild once and might never want to touch it again and you know i'm i'm happy with my one time through and i might never i might never be interested in a master quest so you know um if it you know but you know yeah, if it takes extra time and work for Nintendo to make it, you know, and I don't, I don't have an issue if they want to make that DLC. I might, this might be something I never decide to take part in, and you know, then I've just saved that money. I, but I, I do want to ask you, like, um, is what they're doing right? Are making the very hard content behind a paywall is that a is that a would you think a good idea <laughs> um 
Well, those who are used to that being part of the game that you get in part of your box copy might not agree. Um, but I personally don't have an issue with it. Um, I don't usually have time to go into very hard, you know, like a new game plus run of a game. I'm it's not something I tend to have time for. So from my perspective, it works out just fine. Um, but, you know, and I can see, you know, game development costs are, are going up and, you know, it, you know, some making a mat, you know, a master quest or a DLC does, does take extra work, um, on Nintendo's part to create. So why, why should, you know, for those who, those who want it, which isn't going to be everybody, um, I don't, you know, kick in an extra, extra couple of bucks and, you know, you can, you can have a, have an additional experience in the, in the world of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And then there's the sequel to it, probably called Breath of the Wild 2, but where the sneeze of the wild or, um, I've always said that Legend of Zelda games are nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Hopefully it's not a fart, but. (laughs) And they'll probably do good on their engine and Mm. expand on it more. And hopefully. And I know this is probably a stretch but hopefully it's going to be something like um like monster hunter world iceboard mm-hmm. where you get to keep your stats and then build off of it so build your care remove your character from the first game into the second yeah i'd like to see that mm-hmm. but that's that would be a cherry on top to right all the things that are in that mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> yeah um, I did play Breath of a little bit of Breath of the Wild um, when the Wii U version came out because um, I didn't have my Switch yet. I didn't didn't get that day one, but I did get uh, Breath of the Wild for for Wii U, and I I definitely liked it there. And unfortunately, I've not had a chance to get back to it. Um, I finished like that first little mini training area, and that that's been about as far as I've been able to get. Oh, there's. So many like good things about the game. I it's brought out my mischievous side. Like there's, oh, really? it's um, ah, <laughs> uh, there's these like there's these skull caverns, uh-huh. and every every once in a while, you at a certain point in the game, the monsters return, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so you get to experiment on how um you get to experiment again how you can defeat this enemy oh okay (laughs) and so um whenever i see these like skull houses as i Mm. call them i like to just like take a bomb and they (laughs) and just and just um, blow it up and just (laughs) just blow it up and Mm -hmm. it takes out a like ninety percent of the enemies. <laughs> okay, nice. Oh, so I wanted to talk to um, I I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, Timcast, a uh, 
it's a channel on YouTube. Um, uh. Okay, so the uh, Timcast. That what I think of when you say something like that is somebody takes an iPhone into a Tim Hortons and kind of just starts streaming. Maybe maybe catches uh, ask people what they think of the Timbits and I'll, you know and is stuff that, like that. Is that is that anything like the Timcast that you're thinking of? Um, that's what um, most people who are supporters of it want to believe, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, not at all. I, I wish, I mean, because I'd be like, Oh, notice me, senpai, <laughs> because I love their timpits and their coffee, to be right. honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. I mean, the timpits are good, but I'm, you know, I'm not much for coffee at all. So I, I can't, can't speak to the quality of their coffee. Yeah. That's not. That's not why we're here, is it? So, what? 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 What is the Timcast actually? Um, I'll get into detail as to. Um, um, I won't say what their content is. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a fan of their. Um, I don't promote their stuff, but. Uh, and their content is pretty good from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just not your type of content. It's not – yeah. It's not my type of content. Right. I, Got it. I get an understanding of a few things that I otherwise wouldn't. But they, what gets to me about this, um, this channel on YouTube is that – um, how this guy came to be and what he's doing now, like, like his content, um, uh, the content right now, what raises a red flag is that he's posting like five videos a day, like, mm-hmm. and this is, this is, um, and are these, are these like short little, like. Vine, cl- vine clips that are like six seconds long or are they like full length videos they're each one could be they could be considered a mini movie <laughs> to oh, be wow. honest like anywhere between 12 and as far as 30 minutes long mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like uh I mean, how is he from a like from a hard drive perspective? How is he doing this on his own? He mm-hmm. has to he has to have a um has to have a free hard drive out a new free hard drive with um at least like once a month. And I don't mean like uh two hundred fifty gigabyte. I mean more like a five to a twenty terabyte hard drive. Wow, that's that's yeah. And we know video videos are really hard on. They take up a lot of hard drive space, especially if you're going into a lot of higher resolution. And that type of volume suggests, um, yeah. And the time, got a lot of hard drives laying around somewhere. Yeah, and just the um, just the time it takes to render. <laughs> mm-hmm. For those out there who have been uh, 
editors before. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't want to even think about um, how long it would take to to render those videos and how hot this is. Uh, and you know his 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 machine gets while it's doing that. I. I don't want to know, and that's kind of the reason why I bring it up. But um, what else? Uh, but if you don't want to know, why even talk about it? I mean, because it's I a, mean, it's, not to reference yeah. a song, but if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, like what? Um, what intrigues me not is that that is. That is a great area issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the real um, dark issue is that um, I've seen that he's getting uh, he's getting paid by Patreon and another crowdfunding source, and that he's not disclosing on Patreon and. He's, you mean he's not disclosing in his videos that he has this? No, he's mm. not disclosing it, and that's. Um, I know it's a rec- I know it's at least a recommendation on YouTube to disclose all of your partners just right. to make. Mm. Uh, so there's, from my perspective, some back-end stuff that he doesn't want people to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I do wonder where he's getting who he who is paying him off from point A which is, I would say something like 2017, 2018 mm-hmm. till now. <laughs> I, it's at least uh, from my perspective a matter of principle. It's um, and could um, I'm not sure. I have not read the toss or uh, the terms of service, but it may be because there he's not um, promoting it. He may be vitally uh, uh, violating the uh, terms of service for YouTube <laughs> by not disclosing that he has this Patreon and. Exactly. Okay. I mean, like when I is see, he disclosing it in the? Does he need to disclose it in the video itself, or just in the video comments? He has to disclose it in at least one place, like mm-hmm. either within the video or within the description. Okay. And he's he's not from doing what I've one. and from what I've seen, he is not disclosing. <laughs> that could be a problem. That could yes, that could be a real problem, and that's why I bring it up. But um, it's um, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's time. Yeah, we'll have to uh, inve- we'll have to investigate this another day here. Yes. So, uh, uh, if, uh, where can people find you, Ian? People can find me on um, informed.com. Informed with an A. <laughs> um, on. That website and on um, Twitter at the same handle at Informed. And um, where can we find you? You can probably uh, find me um, trying to, you know, making some uh, progress in either uh, Death Stranding, um, waiting for some Amazon Prime DLC so I can uh, slap that logo onto my <laughs> uniform in that game. And uh, otherwise, um, 
you know, just be uh, out and about here. Yeah, and and um, it sound um, Death Stranding does sound like a good game, mm-hmm. but yeah, but definitely, uh, but definitely check out some gameplay videos if you're not sure, and make sure you know, make sure it is your cup of tea before before you invest it too heavily into it. Yes, um, yeah, I might get into it. Um, it's all depending on the timing. Oh, certainly. Before I want to get into uh, uh, Doom Eternal, mm-hmm. if it, um, if I can, um, if I can do Death Stranding, then I'll do Death Stranding on that time. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, Thank you for listening. Um, don't forget to be awesome. Don't forget to be awesome and um, have a good day. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>